Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Ed Russo here. Hey, it's meteorologist Tom Russell here. And how are you, my friend? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Okay. We're uh, we're really getting uh, you know, tossed back and forth with this warm and cold and warm and cold. And and a lot of cold, some some pretty impressive cold too. But if you think back to when we talked about our winter weather preview, we said that it was going to linger uh, well into March. And you know, people get these days in the 70s and they think winter is over. Oh no no no! Mother Nature always throws us a curve as we get into March. So uh, as we record this here, we've had uh, one snowfall and on a Wednesday in the middle of the week, we're staring at another snowfall on Saturday. And here, Ed, I say we have one even beyond that, maybe around the twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Yeah, that's what I was seeing too. It's still some cold air in the pipeline. Yeah. I'll tell you what, what's coming in this weekend is seriously cold for this time of year. It's really impressive. I know. You could see temperatures drop into the 20s during the afternoon. Yes. Saturday afternoon yeah. after I think, you know, it's one of those situations where you see an early high, middle to upper 30s. And then, and then it drops. Then it drops throughout the afternoon. So, you know, I do think the sun will at least help somewhat in keeping the snow off the roads. But, uh, you know, with, with the combination of very cold afternoon temperatures below 30 and if the snow falls faster than it melts on paved right. surfaces we could be looking at uh some slick spots developing on roads some people forget that the actual precipitation is also pulling down cold air as it plays out uh, the winds are picking up. This could be a pretty nasty. I, I think we'll run out of snow before the winds really get going. Uh, but you're going to see some blowing snow around, and it's mm -hmm. really going to feel like uh, January instead of March. Yeah, and if we drop if we drop down far enough into the 20s, and you know the last inch of snowfall that we get has a higher ratio, meaning there's less water content to it's it. Fluffier, it, it, yeah. it, it. It's right. fluffier. Yeah, it's fluffier. It could because I do think we're going to start off as wet snow. But I think by Correct. the end of the event, we could be looking at um, much fluffier snow, which is much easier to blow around. And, of course, with a bombing cyclone off the coast, you're going to get those winds really picking up. So, yeah, we could see some some blowing and drifting for sure Saturday afternoon. All right. You just mentioned a term that uh, mainstream media has kind of been thrown around a lot. Um, the bomb cyclone. Explain that for folks who are checking in here. Well, yeah, so a bomb cyclone is basically just a storm that deepens. The pressure drops within a certain 24-hour period. So I think it's a 24-millibar drop. In, in drop over 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah, that's that's generally what we always learned in, in meteorology. But it just became one of those nickname terms of bomb cyclone. Right. Uh, and then, uh, when the, the general public picks up on it, they're like, oh, bomb, what is that? Yeah, and, you know, I we all have to be careful with how we use it because is this going to be a bomb cyclone? I mean, to me, I, I, I think that's going to be hard to achieve. I, I mean, we do get those cyclones in March that do drop 24 millibars in 24 hours. But when I'm saying something is bombing out, I'm not saying it's a bomb cyclone. So right. when, when I consider something balling, uh, bombing out, you know, you're looking at a, a pressure drop of one millibar per hour. That's a right. that's a deepening storm. That doesn't mean that it's going to drop 24 millibars in a day. It just mm -hmm. means that it's dropping at that rate if it were to sustain that for 24 hours. So okay. that's, you know, when I say bombing out, I don't necessarily mean it's 
going to be a bomb cyclone. But that's that's how I use the term. I mean, this is kind of semantics here. And I know science is very like ironclad with a lot of the wording, but still, at the end of the day, it, it, there is a little subjectivity to it. <laughs> yes, yes, we all have our favorite little phrases and, and how we word things. Um, so this is really impressive, cold. Uh, we're going to be dealing with some snow, but then we moderate right away. That's the good thing about March is you, you don't get any of this cold to stay. So as cold as it's going to be this weekend, we're right back to the 50s and pretty mild through the week. Um, I still think we have another push of cold air. I'm kind of going through and looking at it right now as we as we chat here. But late in the month, you get a, yet another push of some, of some chilly air. So it wouldn't take much to turn that into another quick uh, snowfall. Nothing big, but... Maybe even as late as like the 24th or 25th. Right, right. And you know what's interesting about this storm? You know, so many storms this season have been starting out frozen and ending as rain. This one's going to kind of see, do the opposite, where it starts off as rain and then changes over to, to snow and even accumulates. So we haven't really seen a storm like this. You know, this area is notorious for having that changeover occur later than what models depict. Right. However, I will say that, you know, you got a storm that's deepening rapidly off the coast. And as a storm strengthens, it pulls cold air in a lot faster. So right. Right. that will be interesting to see how that plays out on Saturday. But I do still think our bust potential is there. If yeah. for whatever reason, either the precipitation wraps up, you know, and we only Quicker. see a couple hour period of snow or it really right. gets in here faster. And we see a four to six hour period of snow. And when that initial changeover happens, too. So just looking at and this is what we, you know, we as meteorologists try to uh, flesh out for you is that, you know, yesterday it looked like it was going to start as rain as the sun came up. Wouldn't change over until about 9 a.m. Now you look at the timing and that rain begins at 3 a.m. and it starts to change over by sunrise. So that's how that has a big uh, potential on, on how the storm plays out as well. And those are the little nuances that, that Ed's alluding to that can mean the difference between two inches of snow and four inches of snow. Yeah. And I would say even 36 hours out from the event, I'd say there's still a lot of uncertainty, oh, a lot. especially, you know, when you have any storm in March, because yep. you have more things working against a high snowfall in a March snow, snow event, because you, the sun is just so powerful, even through the clouds. Even yep, through the clouds, yep. you get more solar radiation per unit area, even through the clouds in March, just because the sun is higher in the sky. Yeah, so, and we forget just how powerful it is. Yeah. Um, the, the other side of this system, though, Ed, you know, talking about power in March, we're talking about snow in Mississippi and northern Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in March, that's yep. cold, man. Yep, yep. And, you know, back, I, I, you know, Alabama and Mississippi, Tennessee, they've seen a lot of snow in March. I remember one storm in particular, 93, I believe. Wait, the superstorm. Yeah, I think they, I think Alabama got a lot of snow, the northern part, um, on the backside of that storm in 93. Wow. I think, I I think that's they a, did. That's, I, you're saying. probably right. Uh, I mean, that was really everything coming together just perfectly. And uh, that was, uh, you probably heard it called the storm of the century or, uh, you know, that, that's one we've all really studied over the years. Yeah, it was just so, so far reaching. And, you, you know, you see areas that, um, yeah, yeah. So um, March 12th to the 13th, um, northern parts of uh, Alabama. I have it pulled up here. 
Oh, you're looking at it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I really want. You know, I was second guessing myself a little bit. Of course, my phone was acting. Did they get some? Yeah, I think 15 to 20 inches. Oh my goodness! In northern, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's deep south, man. That's that's got to be one of their biggest. Yeah, and northern Georgia got it too. Um, but what's interesting is that areas along the New Jersey coast got less because they were. Um, closer to the coast. So you saw this warm tongue go all the way north up the coast. Yeah. But then you had, like, even southern New England had rain with this event. Wow. Uh, northern Alabama had snow during most of the event. <laughs> but of was, that yeah. storm was more of a function. If you were closer to the coast, you didn't see much snow at all. But yep. once you got away from the coast, which northern Alabama is far from the Gulf of Mexico, I mean, it's the northern sure. the state. Yeah, they got 15 to 20, even a pocket of 20 to 30 in northern Georgia. In March. Uh, so that was 1993. Said, 93, right? so yeah. You know, and that, we got 10 to 20 inches here, I think. Yeah. Um, now, 90, we've, uh, you know, to me, 96 in 2003 was worse than the 93 storm for Central PA. For Yeah, for us specifically, because that right. was the snow, snow, melt, melt, rain. I mean, that was just a mess for. Right. But uh, when you talk for, about the storm on how many salt. 10 to 20 inches across the eastern U.S., that's what made that so memorable. Yeah, that was a good one. So March, uh, notoriously known for its crazy, crazy weather. But let's give folks some hope here, Ed. Uh, once we get to April, are we finally going to start making that that change? What do you think? I honestly think that, you know, we were talking about this. Um, we were talking about this uh, winter lingering. And I right. think we will see some chilly spells in April. Perhaps you can't even rule out a little uh very minor snow event wow you're going for that that. in april that's really lingering what's easter this year Uh, april 17th yeah so you're talking uh, probably the first week of april you're not talking about easter i don't think no no yeah probably during the first two weeks i I could see i guess you know i think we really like a coating and wow wow usually it's the other way around i'm saying that uh and this time you're saying it. So I, I think April, we really start to see things turn around a bit and uh, and we make that that transition. So here we're, what, a week and a half away from uh, from springtime. So we've had uh, we're talking about this cold March. We get a little warmer April. Uh, any thoughts on May and June and a, and a quick start to summer or a late start to summer? I think uh, I think we'll eventually finally switch the script, you know, flip the script in May. Probably, yeah, yeah. I do think we'll finally get more consistent warmth as we head into the month, and I do think our that's what also when our severe weather season is going to ramp up. I'm thinking end right. of April into May. Yeah, and usually for us it's even later than that, so that would yeah. be early. So we we definitely need to, uh, you know, one of the things we're working on as a as a CBS 21 staff is getting you ready for uh, possible severe weather. So severe weather awareness week is is that week right after Easter. Yeah. So we'll be doing some little extra stuff to, to kind of get you ready for uh, potential uh, severe weather and, and what happens. Um, you know, I keep saying we're due for a, a cooler-than-average summer. That, that just hasn't played out uh, in several years now. But, you know, we've been warm for so many summers in a row that I keep thinking one of these is going to be on the downside. Yeah, I think, you know, statistically speaking, like you said, just, we're due. Or do, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, every year you get, you know, statistics only gives you so much. Uh, but you also got to look at like 
what's going on, like what's the current pattern. Because as we get closer to summer, we'll we'll be able to figure that out to some degree, whether we right. think a warmer or cooler or wetter or drier summer is in the forecast. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know what's going to happen next, uh, Ed. I, and I saw you post about this. We're going to be right back into bug season, and of course, Ed Russo is the bug guru. Uh, you mentioned you posted something about—is it spiders that drop, or spiders that parachute in, or something? Yeah, it's parachuting spiders. Oh my goodness, that's really yeah. what they're called—parachuting yeah. spiders. Yeah, and they're invasive. They, they look—they look really um, poisonous, but they're not. They're not. They're not. I mean, they have a lot of red on the bottom of them because when I was looking at them, I was like, that thing looks venomous. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I believe that their, I think their their mouth is too, or mandibles are too small to actually pinch you. And But I, I do think they're poisonous. You don't want to eat them. I don't oh, think, yeah. I, I don't think that, I need to discourage people from that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I said, I should eat that. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about that. That's not happening. Don't they're called that. the. Uh, I think they're called the Joro spider. Joro with a D. What'd you it's call? A J. Oh, a Joro it's spider. It's three inches long and it's native to Korea, China, Taiwan, and Japan. Man, that's nasty. I am. That's nasty. I am citing the National Desk Report. Sinclair's ah, National see. Desk Report about this. Gotcha. They, yeah, they, gotcha. Had, they had an article the other day. But yeah, no no cicadas this year. we got to wait another 16 years for them. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do your uh, cicada stories. Ed yeah. made me eat a cicada last year. So yeah, I know. Thank yeah. you thoroughly, for that. You thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, protein, you know, yum. Yeah. Actually, Ed uh, had a pretty good recipe. He had Old Bay on there, and they were fried to a crisp. So, uh, you know... If you hadn't told me it was a bug, I might not have known. Just yep, just cover it up with Old Bay. You know, you live around <laughs> here. It's a great yep. spice to use when you don't like something. <laughs> it's Old a Bay great spice great. in and of itself, but it's fantastic on seafood. Yep, I is is one. Wait, do you call? You wouldn't call those seafood. <laughs> no. no, no, cicadas are. I are well, I know they're called land shrimp. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. land shrimp that's yeah, right when you start talking about bugs and my cat walks in here and starts getting in that paper bag again you heard oh, that great. you heard that noise yeah that's good stuff good stuff all right anything else on your mind as far as uh we're wrapping up winter here ed says uh, it goes uh, until the first week of april with the potential for some snow uh i say we we turn the table a little quicker than that but both of us agree that through march we still have that snow potential um, and then we'll be talking about, uh, hot stuff before too long. Yeah. Yep. Yes, we will. So it's, uh, I think we're all itching for it after those preview days in the seventies, those spring preview spring teas. Yeah. You know, we, we had our share uh, the other stat that jumped out of me, uh, for February, I think we had six days in the sixties. Yeah. You know, it was only a 28 day month. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, that was definitely, you know, you want, at the same time, you, you obviously love those days, but again, at the same time, it's like if it occurs in January, it just makes you want spring more. So right, if I had those right. two days later on, it might have been easier to stomach because it just feels like you're kinda, moving backwards. Kind of like rubbing it in a little yeah. bit. Um, I'll tell you what, while we got you here for a second, let's review. I'm going to pull up the data here real quick. Let's review. Uh, March is way above average, almost five degrees uh, above average at this point. Uh, let's talk about February was 
two and a half degrees above average. So we've been on a warmer side. Now, January, if I recall, was below average. Yes. Yep. Uh, minus 2.7 degrees. So that was a really cold month. Uh, we had some decent snow. We had nine and a half inches of snow. So January lived up to the hype, I think. And then December, if you recall, was very warm. We were, wow, look at that, 6.1 degrees above average. So the, the winters kind of played out like we predicted. It got off to a warm start. Uh, the heart of it, January, was really cold and, and a bit snowy. And now since then, we've been above average. So let's see what happens as the rest of March plays out. So, Tom, what's your, what's your, what's your forecast for, uh, for the upcoming winter? i had somebody ask me that the other day i'm like you've got to be kidding me wait they were talking about next winter already i i said i said it's almost over what are you talking about you mean what, the lessons? no they're the upcoming winter i'm like 22 23 yeah that's where mine does like you've got to be kidding me like, i need a beer yeah <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's uh, you know snow lovers. I think have been a, a bit frustrated, but it is what we expected. We expected a lot of those mixed storms, uh, and we just weren't really due for the big one uh, overall. It just wasn't the setup. Well, so. I'll say this: on the way back, you know, when I'm on the way back to my home, I always see Round Top. I can see the top, right. I can see the top of Minuteman. They had a good season, right? You know, uh, last year, I remember throughout the winter, I would see little green pockets on Minuteman from uh-huh. j- just from driving in my neighborhood. And almost every every day since um, I'd say the week or the few days after Christmas when they started blowing snow, um, it's been completely covered and uh-huh. it's still completely covered. So I, I, I thought, you know, that they might have some issues and- with that mild weather we just had, but. Well, more importantly, they got out to a mild start, and that's when they like to make their base and all. So if, if they overcame a really warm December and still had a, a pretty decent season into March, that that's a win for them. And I think January helped. Yeah, yeah, because then they helped. hopefully made a lot of base with all that really cold air. Right, right. So I think I think previous few years they weren't able to really get that base, or not last year at least, or the year before right. that when we had only five inches of snow. Well, uh, unfortunately, I never got to ski this year, so I was a little bummed. Yeah, wait, do you still have time? Is it still open? I think so. You, well, you see it. There's still snow yeah, in there. Lights, lights Sometimes they lights are still on. And no kidding. Night. Yep. I'm going to make, maybe I'll make a trip out there. I haven't yeah. done it this year. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's something to check out. Uh, so in the coming weeks, we'll have to start talking about uh, hurricane season once again. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, that's, that too. That's around the corner. That's not too far away, but... Uh, Anything else on your mind? There's always stuff on my mind. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Always thinking. Always. Yeah. Always. All right. Well, nice to catch up with you, my friend. Yeah. Nice to catch up with you too, Tom. You're listening to It's Raining Mets. <laughs>